You're listening to the Red Wave Report, the official free podcast for thebarkboard.com. Your one-stop shop for all your Fresno State recruiting news. The thoughts and opinions are that of the show hosts and in no way reflect the thoughts and opinions of the university. Welcome back, everyone, to a special edition of the Red Wave Report. My name is Lucio, your host slash producer of the show. Football season is right around the corner. We officially now only have 29 days left till the opening kickoff here at Bulldog Stadium in Fresno. And, well, today I'm writing solo, but only because I am bringing you the audio from the press conference that Tim DeRuder had here at Fresno State uh, covering the preseason. So it's their annual preseason press conference. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and start playing that audio for you. And, uh, well, this is for those of you who weren't able to listen to it, but you know, here at the barkboard.com, we have you covered. So, so let's go ahead and play this audio for you of the press conference that was held here at Fresno State yesterday. Really like the work our players have uh, put in this last off season. Our staff's excited about a, a, a new energy. Uh, we've made some changes on our staff. We got new players coming in and uh, we can't wait to kick off on Thursday. Well, uh, we know right now there's there's a couple of uh, young men that we signed uh, back during the uh, signing period that, that won't be here immediately. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, guys. Uh, Bryson's not going to be here until school starts. Uh, A.J. Greeley's going to be delaying his entrance until January. He's going to uh, continue to take the uh, SAT or ACT class and uh, hopefully get a score up for that. And then Kenyon Woods is not going to be going to us. He'll be going to a junior college. All in all, it's a uh, pretty good success rate for the rest of the guys being here. And, and two of those three are still going to be part of the program. So. Correct. Uh, there's some new NCAA rules this year uh, that, that are going to allow for what was called as an academic red shirt. And that's what we think you know, Bryson's going to fill into that category. And we're still going through that process right now. Well, uh, tomorrow I'm hoping everybody shows up. For Thursday, uh, I'm looking to see how is our, our team going to compare to that 15th day of spring practice. What strides have we made? Uh, I know our guys have put in tremendous work this summer. You know, how are we going to come together? You know, we're not going to have a big uh, number of named guys out there, but I still feel strongly that we're going to have a team that's going to compete for a championship. Uh, we're going to have them everywhere. And, and that's what's exciting about uh, this fall camp. It was really exciting about our spring practice. Um, for probably the first time since we've been here, we've had multiple position groupings where we've got some depth, where, where there's a true competition, where it wasn't just a, an older guy with talent and, and a young guy where there was not a real push for competition. Uh, we're, we've got you know, quite a few spots that, that that's going to be the case. I think the big thing I took away was that I think our league race is going to be wide open. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that are in similar situations that we are. You know, we're still looking for quarterbacks. Uh, I know up in Boise they are. They've got a terrific team coming back, but they're looking for a quarterback. Uh, San Diego State's got a new one that, that came in, I believe, in the springtime. 
but he hasn't played for them just yet. So there's some questions there. Uh, Nevada, you know, talk with Coach Polian. You know, they had a four-year starter in, in, in Cody. In fact, I saw him up you know, yesterday at Raider camp with, with Derek. Uh, you know, when you replace those guys that are headliners for you for so long, th those are difficult uh, things to do. Uh, Garrett, you know, uh, Gilbertson over at CSU has got to be replaced. Uh, one guy who is coming back is, is, is Chucky Keaton. So uh, we know what he's done in the past, and if, if he's healthy, he's as good a player as there is in this league. Uh, but I think there's a tremendous depth in our league. Uh, there's a bunch of, of coaches and a bunch of players out there that, that are saying, hey, why not us? Let's go out and play. Coach, you've uh, made the statement that you think team speed is going to be better this year. Mm -hmm. How big of a difference can that make, particularly on the offensive side of the ball? Well, it, it, it's the name of the game. It's why you run a spread offense. It's to isolate speed, uh, you know, in space and in good matchups. I think we've got a, a you know a lot of younger players that we redshirted a year ago. We've got some transfer guys coming in that have have you know significantly upped our speed. Uh, and the fact that you know our guys in our, our program with Coach Bose for another year, you know they're a little bit stronger, they're a little bit quicker. You know I look to a guy like Martez Waller, who you know I thought you know made terrific gains last year and saw his speed jump from you know the year prior. I think he's ready to make another leap, just seeing the way he's worked this summer. Coach, how did four children come to be a part of this team? Uh, it's, it's a little bit of a long story, uh, but uh, Ford's family uh, I've had a relationship with for a while. Uh, his brother played for us at Texas A&M with a high school coach where, where he went to. So uh, when, when Ford left to, to go to a junior college, uh, he ended up having a, a pec injury, which diminished his, his you know, people looking at him as a recruit. They reached out to us, uh, and because of our relationship with them, we, we decided to provide him an opportunity to come walk on uh, with the potential to earn a scholarship. He's a guy who started games as a freshman in the Big 12 at West Virginia. He's a big, good-looking kid that uh, has a live arm. Uh, there was a reason he was a four-star quarterback coming out of high school, and uh, we thought, you know, just it fit right. You know, I, I know the family. Uh, I know the kind of character they have, and I thought he'd have a chance to come here and, and compete. Uh, I really liked where we were coming out of spring with our three quarterbacks. I thought they all competed real well. So to be frank with you, we weren't looking for a transfer where a year ago we were looking for someone to come in and, and add to the, the competitive mix. Uh, but when you have someone with, with his talent level and, and having our background with him, um, I don't think it hurts to bring more competition in, and, and he's willing to do it and, and prove himself. Well, we're still working through academics uh, with Ford, so he may miss the first couple days. We're, he's got some uh, classwork that he's got to, uh, you know, uh, meet the NCAA requirements with as far as percentage graduation. You know, it's not all classes transfer, so we're we're kind of working through that a little bit. Uh, but once he gets out there, if if he's there in time, absolutely, he's going to get reps, and we're going to see what everybody does. Um, he's. You know, he has some measurables. He's probably not quite as athletic as some of our younger guys that are here on campus now. They they have the advantage of knowing our system, which he doesn't. Uh, he's got the advantage of actually playing in games. Every team takes on a different personality and a different tone with practice starting this week and a bunch of guys in division <clears throat> battles. What are you hoping the tone is as we start? Well, you know, each year that, that plays out. Um, I really like the maturity of this year's group. I think we've, we've got a little bit more of a blue-collar, workman-like uh, 
attitude out of, out of our team this year. Uh, I think that's set by our, our six accountability captains. I think they've done a terrific job of, you know, leading these new young guys that this is how we do things. Um, you know, we're, we're going to start off the season with, with a bunch of young guys that, you know, no one's going to know their names, and hopefully by the end of the season people are going to know who they are. Kind of on that same note, I mean, the last couple of seasons, obviously you guys have lost a lot of big-name players. Mm -hmm. like Derek and Fonte last year, Josh, Steve, John, and Ron. Not only were they great players, but they were good locker room guys, mm -hmm. guys that people look up to and, and team leaders on the field. Who are you hoping can step into those kind of roles this year? Uh, well, you know, We've already established the, you know, our, our six uh, accountability captains, and those guys have, I think, done a terrific job. Uh, you know, on, on offense, you're, you're looking at, you know, Bo Bonheim, uh, who I think is doing a, a really nice job. Uh, Malik Meisenheimer, who's, you know, a fifth-year guy who's, you know, had some injuries, but he leads by example and, and is, you know, very well respected in our locker room. We've got two specialists in Garrett Swanson and Derek uh, uh, Detweiler that do a terrific job. I mean, these guys embrace being football players, not specialists. And uh, I think that has resonated through our, our team. And, you know, they set a tone for all the specialists. And then on defense with, with Kyrie uh, doing an, a, a real nice job. Uh, he's not a real vocal guy. But, again, guys look up to him. And then Todd Hunt. Uh, you know, we've got guys in each, you know, area uh, that, that have really done a nice job of setting the tone and, and setting the standard. Or, yeah, we, we anticipate that's going to be the case. You know, I thought Martez had a terrific year last year, ran for over 1,400 yards. Uh, but as we saw in the San Jose State game, you know, at, at some point, you know, you, you keep handing the ball to the same guy and he keeps taking shots, you know, you're going to be susceptible to injury. So you, you've got to have a, a viable, you know, number two and, and a lot of times number three. Uh, having Malik back healthy, he's going to have a crack at that. Uh, but bringing Dustin in, here's another guy who's, who's – you know, played games in the Big 12 for, for a number of years. He graduated from West Virginia, uh, and he's going to have a chance to come in and compete. So uh, we're going to have the opportunity to maybe do some multiple back sets. Uh, you know, we're going to have two backs in the backfield, whether it's Dustin and Martez, whether it's, uh, you know, Mar Martez and Malik. Uh, we'll have, you know, Malik as a third down back. And then we'll see, you know, I think Dustin's skill set, he's, he's a multiple use guy. He could play some slot potentially. Well, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, downplay Abilene Christian. We think they're, you know, a terrific football club, but, you know, they, they aren't, you know, USC. Um, I, you know, I'm hoping that our guys don't look at our opponent and say, hey, we need to work this hard or this hard, depending on who we play. Uh, we've got to set a standard for our own team and go play to that home. You know, playing in Bulldog Stadium where we're 17-2 and two the last three years obviously gives our guys a boost. And I think anytime you can start the season with the win – um, have some momentum, you know, ideal situation, you know, get some guys some confidence, especially some, some new guys that will be starting for us. Uh, it's a lot easier than maybe going on the road to a, a Power 5 school and, and with a young team trying to get some confidence. Tommy? Well, you know, as, as you go through your offseason cut-ups and stats and you realize, you know, at times we played pretty good defense last year, but our, our biggest, you know, area of need was consistency at corner. 
Uh, you know, we ended up playing a true freshman there last year, and uh, consistency for any freshman is, is, is difficult. Uh, you know, we had to, you know, switch Charles from safety to corner, and, and, and while he was a team guy and did that for us, he played well at corner, but not as well as he could have if he'd concentrated on that the whole time. I, I think he's a little bit relieved that he's got a chance to just focus on that. I think he can be one of the best corners in our conference when, when you know, given the opportunity that he's just going to play corner. So if we can have one side solidified, we'll have good competition on the other, and we'll, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I would like to think so. Uh, you know, I think he's probably taken a backseat a little bit to Duran. You know, Duran took a lot of the air in the room up. Um, not forcefully, just, you know, guys look to him as, as the guy because he's, you know, played so long and played so well. Um, I think Charles looks at this as his opportunity now, especially in the back row, to, you know, step up. You know, I know Shannon Edwards wants to do the same thing. You know, when you have seniors at your last go-round, you want to set the tone that, hey, this is the standard for our group. I don't want to leave here. On a down note, I want to leave here raising this this football program to where it should be. Coach, is there a young guy who performed well last year, Chattels and Malcolm Washington, that you're specifically to make big strides going into year two? Well, I think certainly those two guys uh, we, we anticipate a, a big time improvement from. You know, uh, when, when you play as true freshmen, you haven't been through a, a Division One training program. You know, uh, you know. I think Chad's gained 20 pounds since last year. Malcolm hasn't gained that much, but just the experience of being out there. The second time you go out, it is so much different. I, I, you know, it was a long time ago, but I can remember when I was a player, that first time I went out, you're just so nervous about making a mistake that you can't play natural football uh, unless you're just a, a really natural football player, and I wasn't. You know, most, most guys I coach, that first time they go out, they're, you know, they're just anxious. Um, but to see these guys come back, feel comfortable about what they do, I think they'll definitely play at another level. To know the way that last season ended, is that a simple message to express to the team that six and eight isn't acceptable in the last two games isn't acceptable? A absolutely. You know, there was, there was a lot of things I thought our team did well last year. You know, having the 0-3 start where we didn't compete very well, but still managing to go to a bowl game and win our division, playing the championship game, you know, I was proud of that. But, but certainly – that last one left a bad taste in our mouth, and our guys were quite frankly embarrassed by it, and I know our coaches were. Uh, I think it kind of fueled our guys in the offseason. What's the most encouraging thing you've heard through the grapevine about summer workouts and what's been happening out Well, Coach Bose uh, has been here all summer. You know, We've had coaches roll in and out. Uh, he's really been excited about just the, the work ethic of this group. Uh, you know, this, this group doesn't have bad days. Um, they, the, the older guys are setting the standard. The younger guys are having to figure it out. And uh, he, he, he likes the, the mental edge that our guys are going to have this fall. Any final questions for Coach? Last season, one of the bigger problems on defense was getting off the field on third down and the big explosive play. That, mm -hmm. um, with the addition of Rick Manning to the coaching staff in the secondary, what do you hope he can bring to your program? Well, I'll tell you, I, I really like what Ricky got you know, accomplished in spring ball. Uh, really started, you know, establishing some relationships with our players. He brings a great energy to practice. Uh, you can't get into a lull. You know, young players, they get out and in a two-hour practice, you know, they'll be focused and they'll go down. They'll be focused, they'll go down. Ricky won't allow them to. Uh, he, is, he is constantly on. Uh, he's a detail-oriented coach, and I, and I think he's going to do a really nice job bringing help develop our young players, both technique-wise and just mental toughness-wise. 
Yeah, that was fun. Uh, you know, Joe got an opportunity. I think this is a second or third opportunity to, to do an internship with the Raiders. Uh, they're a terrific organization. You know, I know a lot of our fan base are also Raider fans. Uh, you know, it's it just fun to see Derek in his progress from a year ago as a, you know, second round, you know, rookie trying to earn a position, trying to, you know, establish himself to now he's the guy. And it's clear when you go around that organization, uh, they realize that Derek Carr is their future and he, and he handles himself, number one, in such a first class way, but two, he's a terrific leader on the field. He's first one in, last one out. He's been elected by his teammates to their their uh, leadership council. He's just he's he's the complete package. So, just really proud of what what he's done there. Uh, they, there's also uh, their defensive line coach. Um, yeah, Jethro Franklin. We got a chance to see him up there. It's always to see good dogs. Um, you know that that are former players here going out and doing great things. He brings a great energy to their practice level. You know, at some point maybe we'll we'll have to try to get him here back at, at uh, Fresno State. Do you think Hart has a chance to make the team? I hope so. You know, he I thought he competed well yesterday at practice. Uh, they've stepped up their competition there. You know, bringing in Amari Cooper and then bringing in Michael Crabtree. Those guys, they're they're a step ahead of everybody else. So. He's got his hands full, I, you know, talking with Joe, he, who had been with him, you know, the entire time at camp. Uh, he's, he's done today. But uh, he thought Josh was going to have a chance, but obviously he's going to have to continue to progress. Um, I, I don't think football coaches feel added pressure. You feel pressure all the time. It's, it's season. You got to win, you know. Uh, but we don't we don't focus on the winning part of it so much as we focus on the process of teaching our guys how to do things the right way, teaching our guys how to come together as a team. I mean, everybody knows the most talented teams in football don't always win, and you know. We were fortunate. I thought we had the most talented teams the first couple of years, and we, we did win. Last year we went down, and we were still able to win a division championship, but we weren't quite together enough. And I think if we were more together, uh, we would have you know performed better in, you know throughout the season. And that's our challenge this year to our coaches and our players. We've got to become a team that plays the best team football of anybody in our conference. Uh, you know, I think it's a, a, a good idea to bring an eighth official in. Uh, I, I think with the advent of no huddle offenses like ours, uh, the teams that liberally substitute within their no huddle, uh, it can be very difficult for an officiating crew to, you know, keep up with it. Typically when we go into our faster tempos, we don't sub. We just want to go as fast as we can. So I don't see it affecting us other than, allowing us defensively maybe to match up better because they'll have an official that will be tracking in a little bit closer. Will it be easier to count 11 men on the field with eight officials, or will they still need to boost to prove there weren't 12? <laughs> uh, you talked about Coach Wade, and that's the big move on your staff this year, Coach Wade going to receivers and Antoine going to running backs. Was the, the way the personnel stacks up a part of that move, the fact that you have so many young guys who are going to see time at those receiver spots this year? Well, I think it's a little bit of that, but I also think when 
it's a terrific asset to have continuity on your staff. Uh, you know, guys understand how we practice. Guys understand how we recruit. And we've got some, you know, really good, solid coaches. But sometimes, you know, just tweaking things a little bit sets a different energy. You know, you know when, when our players keep hearing from me all the time, you know, they can tend to tune you out. Uh, if you hear the same assistant coach all the time, you, you might tend to tune them out. New guy comes in, you haven't established yourself with, with that coach yet. So you've got to work a little bit harder. And I think for pro- professional development, you know, having coaches coach different positions makes them strain a little bit and stress a little bit so that they become more rounded coaches. We're doing the same thing with Jordan Peterson, who'd been in the secondary his entire career. We're moving him to linebackers. Again, he's a guy that's, that I think has got great potential as a coach. He's going to have to stretch a little bit in order to, you know, gain some more knowledge about outside linebackers, but he'll be working with Coach Toth, uh, and we'll give Nick an opportunity maybe to walk around and, and, and be in the secondary a little bit more. Well, you know, as you saw early on with, with Cody, when you're a first-time kicker, and especially it really wasn't fair to him, uh, you know, he didn't anticipate ever having to start or play at all that first year, uh, but circumstances were such that we had to call on him. And I liked how he kept battling through, and at the end of the season he felt much more comfortable, obviously, than early, uh, you know, and hitting the field goal against Boise late. You know, I, I, I was really excited for him because I thought that, you know, really sent him to where, you know, he, he feels like he can compete. Uh, he's going to be the starter going in. Uh, the one thing that, that we've talked to Cody about, and we were quite frank when we recruited him in, in last year, is we think he's got to continue to develop his leg strength. You know, his, his kickoffs is not where we need it to be. Uh, and then his length, you know, his, his range is, is still not where we'd like it to be. And he understands that's something that he just needs to continue to develop. Uh, but one of the that was the large reason why we wanted to sign, go out and sign Jimmy Camacho. Jimmy's got a big-time leg. You know, he's a uh, uh, junior college All-American down at Riverside. Uh, I think he's a, a guy who can come in right away. And, again, competition is going to drive who's going to be the, the, the starter. And, you know, I don't want anybody in our, comp- our staff, any of our players feel comfortable. You know, we got to continue to improve this thing, and I think Jimmy's going to add that competition. Well, you know, Edgerow's a guy who uh, is a, a playmaker, and it's very difficult to do when you, when, when you don't have two shoulders. Uh, so I anticipate him just playing at a faster speed. You know, when you're a senior, you're going to be playing your fastest. You understand the game more. Uh, and just being a much more productive player. Unfortunately, a year ago, his production was down relative to the year before. Um, you know, not in large part due to him, but just the circumstances of you know having both those shoulders. So... Uh, I know he's, you know, chomping at the bit to get after it. We need him to be a productive player for us to be a good defense. We've got to get back to where we're getting 30-plus takeaways. And he's a guy who can produce, you know, a lot of those. So hopefully he'll get back there. Uh, you know, our guys are, are well aware of it, but, but, but you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it's critical to get a, a good start anytime time uh, you go into conference play. Uh, we can't anticipate 
losing three conference games and, and be able to, you know, win the division. I mean, we, we, we got lucky last year. Uh, we realize also that when you go on the road, especially in conference, it's very, very difficult. But uh, we've been fortunate the last three years, you know, against the, our two in-state rivals. Um, you know, we, we didn't like the last time we went to San Jose. I know we got quite a few guys on our team that, that went up there. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll play with the chip on our shoulders. But we've got to play extremely well. You know, they've got a new offense coordinator now, Borges, uh, who I have a ton of respect for. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of starters back on offense. And so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, how they progress. I, I know that's going to always be a challenge when we play San Jose. And then, you know, a week later, having to go down to San Diego State, they were picked by the media, you know, to win our division. So uh, it's going to be a challenge. But after those first two weeks, I'm sure we'll know exactly where we're at in, in this conference. Well, I think our fan base would like to. Uh, as a competitor, I, I always like to play Boise because they bring out the best in you. You know, I thought two of our best games last year was playing against them. Uh, you know, unfortunately, they got the best of us. But it, it is what it is when, when you're in a conference that has two divisions and they're in the opposite. Um, you get a chance to play them potentially. If they win their side, we win our side. And to me, that, that would be kind of fun. I think we came out of spring this year feeling better about ourselves on both sides of the ball. Um, I think a year ago, uh, while obviously there was quarterback questions, we still weren't established at a lot of the skill positions. And uh, I think with the skill we have coming back, the competition, the depth that we have there, it's going to make whoever our quarterback is a lot better earlier just because they're going to have more weapons. You know, a year ago, you know, Chad Olson was a true freshman. You know, it, it wasn't until about halfway through the season until he established himself, and now he's 20 pounds heavier. Uh, he's just more of a guy. We have a lot more of those type of players for our quarterbacks to, to lean on. Kind of on that same note, I know the last couple of seasons you've been really high on a lot of the young athletic receivers that you've had that haven't really been playing, mm -hmm. the younger guys that are now this year going to get a chance to see the field. How excited are you that the fans are going to get to see some of the guys I'm real fired up. You know, I thought Jameer Jordan had a terrific spring. You know, Keon Williams, you know, they're at the slot. You've got to have guys who can match up on safeties or linebackers, make guys miss in space. And, you know, speed-wise, Jameer is, is an elite-level speed guy. Uh, that's going to, you know, help us tremendously. Uh, you know, bringing a Josiah Blandon in, a long 6'4 receiver, uh, basketball player who can go up and get it is going to help us out. Uh, you know, having a guy like Keyshawn Johnson, I think, is going to you know, help us in the mix. We're obviously going to miss Delvon Hardaway early on, uh, and he was probably, you know, one of our most talented young guys. Uh, he had knee surgery in the spring. We're hoping to get him by the end of August, maybe early September to start, so that, you know, by the time we get in our conference, you know, he might be up to full speed. Uh, you know, as soon as one establishes that, that he's earned it, uh, our, all of our quarterbacks know that the number one criteria they're going to have is who can take care of the football the best and who can lead our offense. And if you're you know, making spectacular plays but you're turning the ball over, you're, you're not going to be our guy. You know, you've got to, we've got to do a much better job of taking care of the football. I think we threw 21 or 23 interceptions last year. Defensively, we've got to do a better job creating takeaways, but we can't give it away at that kind of a rate and expect to be a good football team. So uh, hopefully, you know, after the first couple of weeks, somebody separates, but it's, you know, we'll, we'll let it play out. You know, you can't just anoint somebody because as soon as you do, somebody's going you know, to outplay that guy. And the situation with Ford is just day-to-day -day as to whether he's cleared? Yeah, we're still waiting day-to-day. 
it looks right now that he's going to probably have to take an online class to just to get his hours to where they need to be for a percent of graduation. Uh, it, to be determined, you know, right now, to be honest with you, they don't know just yet. All right, let's let Coach go now. Okay. Appreciate. And that was the uh, press conference from yesterday. And I don't know about you, but I am feeling that Tim DeRuiter is feeling a lot more confident this year than he was last year. So maybe the uh, quarterback situation is in better shape than most people think. Only time will tell. We'll figure that out as the we get closer to the season. Now, um, practices are starting this week. Uh, the guys here at thebarkboard.com will be heading out to practices to get you all the latest news and updates of, of what is going on out there. So, you know, we're going to be we're going to be busy here coming up here soon. So just stay tuned for what it will be happening. <laughs> Uh, not only that, but Josh and I and Jackson as well will be heading out to high school games to get some of local high school coverage as far as potential Fresno State recruits and things like that. So make sure you head over to thebarkboard.com and check out everything we have to offer out there. We will have more information as the season progresses. So I hope you enjoyed the show and uh, tune in again next time uh, when Josh will be back um, and I believe Jackson will be as well as we will start breaking coverage of Fresno State practices. So until then, enjoy your week and we'll see you next time.